Chills, man. Wow. Wow. I uh, just want to start this episode off. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we're going to do a little different tonight. Um, we want to start off by saying, you know, Team Breaking Tables, uh, the Built in Buffalo crew, um, ab- absolute hearts uh, are devastated. And I think uh, we today just felt a little lighter uh, with, with obviously the news. And um, we, we just, we want, to, we want to talk to everybody. Uh, we want to see how everybody's doing. Um, call it wellness check. Uh, this this episode is for you know Demar Hamilton, his family, uh, the paramedics that was with him, the Buffalo Bills organization, uh, everybody, the fans. Uh, it's just this is epic beat. Tampanil, how Tampanil. are you doing? Bud? Doing good, man. I mean, doing definitely better today than I was the last uh, previous days, as I'm sure many of us are. Yeah. After getting sort of that that thumbs up that we all expected days ago every day like every day every minute i have a chance and i'm sure everybody was doing this just trying to get that refresh that information yeah. of what what went on what what you know what's going on how is he i need an update um you know obviously it's you know you knew we knew it wasn't going to be something that we were going to get overnight um yeah. but i'm just i'm just glad that Everything is looking positive. Uh, unbelievable what we collectively did as a community. Just together. I mean, it's this the whole year just, has been crazy for everybody. Not just know? a community, man. I think an entire nation, man. We brought it a nation. It truly was an entire nation. It, it wasn't just Buffalo this time. And it wasn't just Cincinnati. It was the entire damn country. Literally everybody. Every stadium was red, white, and blue for Demar. Blue for uh, Demar. Uh, everyone's Twitter handle was changed for Demar. Yeah. I mean, this this rocked everything that we. I mean, we we watch football religiously, like just with passion, and to see something like that happen, it, it makes us kind of step back a minute, almost. Neil, it's like absolutely. It's like, man, these these are these are people. These are human beings. And just what killed me was, I mean, I, I you know, I don't want to get into it because we, we, we all have our moments. Uh, I think this episode is brought is for, for the fans uh, that are going to be calling in um, at eight ten. We've got uh, Jen from uh, Cincinnati. She's a Cincinnati Bengals fan. Uh, she was at the game. Want to kind of get her perspective. Uh, eight 20. We're going to have Larry Palmy join us. Eight 30. We've got Pinto Ron. Want to hear how he's doing and, you know what? What kind of his perspective is being a legend in his own right, and you know we're ending it with uh, you know well two special guests. We're uh, with number one with Madeline. She was actually at the uh, at Cincinnati Hospital with Patty Thomas, Thurman Thomas's wife, doing a little charity event, Neil, which is amazing. Just giving out the food to the workers there, the you know the hard workers who work around the clock just a beautiful thing and then uh we're gonna be joined by a special guest i'm not gonna say who it is so you gotta stick around till the end um but he's a legend and everybody loves him um leader in the community so just make sure you stay tuned till the end of the episode um it's gonna be just i want to know how everybody's doing i mean 
I watched it. We, I saw him go down. I'm like, oh no! Automatically, I'm thinking concussion. Automatically, that's the first thing that come ahead because that is the hot oh, yeah. topic in today's NFL economy, NFL world, universe, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you know, I walk away, come back, and you know, I see people pointing, see people on their knees, and I'm like, oh no, this could be something serious. And I was glued to the TV. They cut the commercial. They cut it back into the game. And then, you know, we're going, what's going on? And next thing you know, you see, you see the, the, the faces of the Bills players. Like, what, what, what did you do when you saw that, Neil? When you saw the face of the first Bills player, even Josh Allen, just, you know, just like, what's going on? Well, I mean, we were watching the thing, and I mean, we're, all kind of just shocked because we saw the play and we're like it was such like a routine play he wasn't really hitting the face or that i mean that his face match a little bit and hitting the head like it wasn't anything that we were like that was extremely vicious and it it just wasn't and the fact that he just wasn't getting up and the players were like bawling like like and, and at that point you're just sitting there watching like and then they kept cutting to commercials, and I get why they were doing it, but I'm also just like, uh, tell me what is going on. Like, say something. Like, give us something. And then, man, anything, when, when, anything. when Joe Buck when Joe Buck came on and he made the statement of, so for the last nine minutes, they've been giving DeMar Hamlin CPR. It's just like, that's just not something that you ever hear. I I I I broke down. I, I you guys, my wife. We were watching the game together here at the house. Broke down. Just got on my knees and, and prayed, and just to like please. I just hope he's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's been. I mean, it's been tough, and people don't realize. People see me at work, and they're asking because I'm down here in Dolphins territory. I don't know how it is up there. But even every one of them were like embracing me, like, "Hey, man, I, you know, what's going on?" And I'm sorry to hear that. And because everybody was watching that game, it was the biggest game, yeah, the biggest game of, of the year. season. And now I, I didn't even want to think about football. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to think about any seating. I didn't want to think about any playoffs. I didn't care one bit about football. Guys, uh, stand by. Uh, we're going to get our, our, our caller on, our first caller on. Uh, stand by just one second. Tampa, you go ahead and uh, lead us off. Um, this is a good friend of mine, Jen. She used to live with, uh, near us in Sarasota. So we've had our fun party evenings back in their day. She has moved back to Cincinnati. Why anybody would move from Sarasota to Cincinnati boggles my mind. But she's originally from there. Bengals fan, known her for a long time. And... Excited to have her on and hear her perspective because she was at the game. That's cool. Yes, that's right. Get her on. Hey, hey John, how are you? Hey, Epic B. Hey, Tampa Neo. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing good. Much better. Much, much better, better today. today. Yeah. Much better today. Just yeah. like I'm sure like the nation is. Yeah, absolutely. Same. Yeah, certainly. 
you know, uh, ever since Monday night, it's been a very somber yet prayerful state, I would say, for all of us, right? So, for, for oh, yeah. lack of a better word, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, thank you so much for having me on here. Yeah, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, when Tampa Neal was first asked, I thought, wow, like it, it was a lot, um, as for anyone that was in that stadium, anyone watching for that matter. Um, you know, really difficult just to kind of process my thoughts and emotions. Um, and then the more I thought about the opportunity to come on, I thought, you know, this is just a great way to really create community and a sense of healing uh, for everyone out there, including, you know, those that were in the stadium, like myself. Um, certainly was one of the most painful, difficult things to watch, you know, coming from such a high at the start of the game, just being a Monday night football game, really big for the city of Cincinnati, actually, to post something like that. Um, and certainly we know the Bills organization is just a fantastic um, group all around. And we had our work cut out for us, you know, going into that game. And so, you know, it was really just a high at the beginning, the excitement of a Monday night game and, and you know, ESPN coverage. Um, and then, of course, you know, the Bengals came out pretty hot and heavy uh, with, you know, the touchdown at the beginning. And, and, uh, and then, you know, there so suddenly and so quickly, everything took a turn for the worse. And, you know, being a um, fan, a, you know, spectator, um, you know, certainly had really good seats. was fortunate to have great, great seats. It was in a lower 100 section just above where the Bengals, you know, run out of the tunnel. Um, so had pretty good viewing, um, you know, and, you know, although where the accident took place was a little ways across from where I was sitting, um, you know, you still were able to capture a good glimpse of the hit, um, you know, and and really just DeMar kind of slowly stumbling, as you saw those watching, you know, on TV and or the news clips. Something um, that I will never get out of my head. Ever yeah, again. yeah, right. Yeah. just I mean, it was like he jumped up and the hit didn't really seem too bad, even looking at it right there in person. You know, it was like, OK. And then, yeah, that's it. Just fell back and collapsed. And, you know, I have to say, again, as a spectator in the stadium, and of course, you know, everybody rushes the field and players always are surrounding the scene of the accident. Um, and so initially you're just kind of waiting, thinking, you know, okay, this is a, a usual hit type situation. And, but quickly, of course, you know, you see the boards come out and, you know, all the gear rushing the field. And then it's, it was like, it felt like within seconds afterwards that the ambulance was then coming out on the field and you knew right then and there this was not a good situation it's just terrible traumatic in every way um again somebody being in the stadium like I just felt in my spirit and had said to my friends sitting with me I was like this is not a good situation I've never seen an ambulance on a field obviously at a game as well um, and then it was so quickly, I felt like seconds later um, in some of these longer minutes, of course, but you saw the players then peel back from being all centered around DeMar, right? And that's when it really hit everybody in that stadium. As you saw those players so up close and personal, no matter where you were sitting, you could see them as they pulled off their helmets and fell to the ground. You know, a bunch of grown men, obviously, hysterical just losing it crying they couldn't face seeing you know what was happening in front of them I mean it was awful I will never get that image out of my head I said I, I looked to my friend sitting next to me I said I'm afraid that this player is fighting for his life 
like this is, and that was before we even knew that CPR was being performed. Cause of course you couldn't see any of that from where I was sitting. Um, and you know, they were very quiet, obviously at the stadium, there were no announcements. I will say, despite everything being blurry, I specifically remember, you know, sometimes as they have these referees mic'd up, um, you know, wires get crossed, right? And, and different sounds, you might hear the referees talking when they're not supposed to. Well, in this particular moment, some of the wires got crossed and I heard for a split second over the large speaker throughout the stadium, you just heard a beep, beep, beep. And all, I mean, everybody in our section, I just remember this look of fright and fear and panic, like what is going on? It was as if you heard them working on DeMar. Um, and, you know, again, what, obviously was minutes felt like hours um, being in that stadium and watching everybody for that matter, go through um, pure hysteria and sadness and panic and every emotion, you know, possible. So it was uh, certainly, um, like I said, just extremely difficult to watch. And then the, you know, fear of the unknown and, and having no idea really what's happening before our phones are all getting blown up from family members and friends asking what's going on, because I'm sure even on, you know, the TV side of things, yeah. they weren't getting as many updates, right? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 um, I had to call the next guest who's going to be calling in. I called him. So yeah, I me, just me like, too. what's going yeah. on? Right. Yeah, I, and we I mean, felt yeah. in the dark as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, I, I think the people that were in the stadium probably had, less information that we did because like i mean they're not going over the announcements saying you know this has happened this is what's going on this is what we're hearing so you're just relying on what's you know your phone and stuff like that so yeah that's right exactly and you know the Bengals players obviously had stepped back after a little bit because we saw them all out there on their knees as well um, and then Joe Burrow was the first, you know, to get back out there in the thick of it all. And others followed because, again, it was just, I'm sure, this whole um, place of feeling so helpless and not knowing what to do. Um, and to see the teams come together, as we all have heard and or seen through probably the media, is like undescribable because you saw it firsthand being in that stadium. And it truly was something just unfathomable in the most beautiful way. And like, it, it was just in that moment, it wasn't about the game, right? It wasn't a game. This is humanity. This is where everybody's love and respect yeah. and compassion ever since has poured out in the city is nothing but bills through and through. It is blue and red all over. We have organizations contributing meals, you know, there's now there are now shirts as you've probably seen with our five one three area code, but three for Beautiful. Damar. Love it. Yeah, that, you know, that's awesome. I mean, it, yeah, John, it's yeah, yeah, just amazing. John, yeah. honestly, if if it wasn't for the city of Cincinnati, we would have lost a just beautiful life. If it wasn't for Cincinnati, the community, uh, the first responders, the the, the doctors, and uh, you know, it's you know it. I, I appreciate you coming on as a Bengals fan and feeling the emotions us Bills fans were going through. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, this is, I mean, it's just, you take all that out of the equation, right? Yeah. I mean, heck, I just to give you an example too, you know, there was, 
people have obviously spent so much money, Bills fans, Bengals fans, you know, flying in, I'm sure all this, and nobody cares. All that's off the table. This is about somebody's life at this point. Nobody even quite frankly cares about, you know, the whole tie and figuring that out. Like everybody is championing this kid's life. This, you know, young man life is going to be a story. I firmly believe that the progress that has been made and he is truly in one of the best, um, you know, trauma level units in the country. Everybody has said that and you are seeing that and hearing that. I cannot reiterate that enough. There's so many amazing stories that have come out of the UC medical center. And yeah, at this point it really is, you know, solely about him and his message, you know, being a message for others. And um, yeah, we just, want him to be well to be able to you know see and hear all um of what's ha- been happening right to rally behind him so well i'll tell you as, as bills fans we definitely the Bengals first class organization zach taylor handled that as good as you as anybody could i i, yeah. I mean i i can't even imagine being in up. the position that he is in or anybody else like it was handled very well no not at all i agree i agree yeah Yeah. and he's very young too you know in his coaching career and honestly they did i unless i'm making this up i swear to you because again it it all kind of runs together it's it just was a lot that evening but i do recall them when they came over to make the announcement about the game being postponed i vividly remember the announcer saying the commissioner has pushed the team to move forward to play and the two teams with their coaches and players have all said, absolutely not. And it was in that moment that, like I said, mm-hmm. I knew it was more than just this yeah. game. And it was amazing to see the teams do that. So. Yeah, it was. Well, appreciate you being a kind human soul and just supporting and sending prayers and sending love and uh, yeah. loving the game and uh, sharing what you were going through <laughs> Uh, and what you're going, you know, t- how you're feeling today mm-hmm. with with the viewers that are watching this and the listeners that are watching this. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you, Jen, so much. No, absolutely. We will continue to pray, yes, for Damar, for his family, for all of you, the Bills organization, everybody that's been affected by this, obviously both teams, the players, and mentally to recover, you know, it's quite a bit. So thank you. It's an honor, um, truly, to be on here. And, um, yeah. Uh, we'll continue to spread the light and the love. So thank you for having me. Amazing. Thanks, Jen. Amazing. Talk. Take, take care, okay, Jen? Oh, great. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. All right. Bye. Thanks. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That's always awesome, getting a different perspective on things. Um, appreciate the calling in. Uh, let's go ahead and get our next guest on. Uh, he's been on before. We call him Don. Uh, he was at that game. Uh, let's go ahead and get Larry Palmy on. Hey, Larry, how you doing, bud? What's up, man? What's up, Larry? What's up, Neil? Good to see you. Well, Good to see you as well. Hey, cheers to probably the best news in 48 hours ever. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Like, I I was actually on the phone with Walter. I was, like, he called me. I was like, oh, this must be important. I run out of – I was in a meeting – he calls me. We were, he was talking about that we're all the uh, Packers presidents around the nation are going to send, or the people are going to give out uh, the uh, get well cards to Demar, and the local chapter presidents are going to mail them out to one Bills Drive. 
And awesome. he's like, oh, hey, I got to go. Hey, the, the, they're having the, the, the doctors on for what's going on. And I'm like, all right. And they they like, hey, Brian, you're coming back into the meeting. I'm like, sorry, it's personal. I got to take this. And, right. I, you know, sat there and watched it. And, but uh, You were at the game. You were at the game I, and I called yeah, you. I, it's hard to go after Jen. I know. Um, other than maybe Zach Taylor for president. Zach Taylor for president and McDermott for coach of the year. I mean, president two beautiful souls. Country. Two beautiful that guy souls. Has so much poise and grace and whatnot. It, it was just everything that he did was absolutely spot on. And there was a lot yeah. of questions. From my view, I was in 300s on the 45, though. So I was looking down to the other side. So I could see the resuscitation. And my girlfriend, Jen's like, let's go. And we shuffled out before any announcement. Knew it was bad and uh, called it out. I didn't talk to Kaprosh about it till yesterday. And we talk every day. And a lot of SoCal people text me, oh, my God, what's going on? Not responding to that. All the Buffalo people, not a word. They're like, we got to figure this out, see what happened. But today was an absolute blessing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to hear that news this morning, to see that text that Kyrie Elam put up, which is like, it, it put, gave a little sense of relief of something we were hoping for. And it was great to hear. Absolutely. Absolutely. Waking waking up today going, all right, this is the day that we hear something. Right. And, you know, refreshing Twitter and refreshing every app, Bills related. And I'm sure everybody, no matter what fan you are, what team you belong to, you are doing that too because you felt it. You mm-hmm. felt it. And you're a diehard Bills fan. You're a super fan. You go to a lot of these games. And well, it's tough to say this is going to be the most memorable game. I mean, to me personally, prior to this, of course, was the uh, Kevin Everett. The What is that? Yeah. 15 years ago. Obviously physical. Scissoring. I was going through a spinal issue getting advice to get them fused and whatnot. And the technology back then literally freeze the guy's spine on the field within 90 seconds or whatever. The same accolades go to these people that were just Johnny on the spot and crushing it. And they all should be commended a million Danny, times. Danny Kellington, he's... Not all this heroes wear right capes. Here. There you go. This guy right not, here. Not all heroes wear capes, guys. Been with the organization since 2017, and I'll tell you, he's never had to deal with that before. But when he had to deal with it, he came through like he was Josh Allen in the fourth quarter with two minutes left. Saved a lot. He came through like he needed to. Right. Damar writing, hey, did we win? Doesn't that give you just some sort of hope, just like in anything you do? And you look at that going, the first thing he said when he woke up is, did we win? 
Mm-hmm. Not, didn't say, sorry, didn't say that. He wrote it. Right. He and, wrote it. Right. <laughs> apparently, when Alan talked to his dad the night it all happened, he, he said, he goes, he's going to come out and wonder if you guys want the game. And he did. It's a weird spot, man. What a cr- craziest year ever. Yeah, I will. I will tell you that all the kudos and Jen, if you're still here listening, oh my god, fantastic! The people I got a million pats on the back, and we didn't do anything. We're like back, don't want to talk about it, don't want to do anything, but everybody's like, hey, blah blah blah. The airport nonstop. Have you heard any news? Have you heard any news? Got to stop traveling in beer, Bill's gear, man. It's killing me. It's oh, amazing I was at the, I was what at the, the grocery store can do together. Just coming together and showing some absolute love. Yep. It's a beautiful thing. At the grocery store here, I was cashing out. Cashier goes to me. She's like, have you heard any news on him yet? And I'm like, nope. So... Yeah, random get or a random grocery store attendant at in Tampa. And it's in the year I had to go through Baltimore, shocker, Southwest, and <laughs> I got asked five hundred times. And it's I'm like stayed off social media yesterday the last couple of days pretty much in general, but just like I don't want to think about this. Mm-hmm. There you go. You got Ronnie. It's a perfect time for me to exit this uh, exit stage left as Russia. Larry, Larry, we love you very much, bro. We Thanks, love guys. you very much, man. Yeah, man. Um, I'll see you in the playhouse of my house. We, we saw a couple of people reaching out saying, yeah, you didn't respond either. And I get it. You just, you know, you got to get into the right mindset. You got to be your, you know, because this affected everybody. Everybody that even the players that are playing the field to people who's never played a sport in their life. But being a right human being going, oh, my God. And it's beautiful that a nation can come together. And um, just want to say we love you, Larry. That's it. The only other thing I saw was Baltimore. I made sure a friend of mine said, be on the left-hand side when you take off. And Baltimore Stadium was not purple. It was all red and blue. Yeah, I saw pictures of that, too. As everybody did. So, all right, gentlemen. Have a wonderful night. Later, bud. Peace out. See ya. Thanks. Oh, my goodness. I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, let's go ahead and get our next guest on tonight. Uh, let's go ahead and get Pinto Ron, Ken Johnson. What's going on, Kenny? How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great so far. Just uh, starting to get ready for the next game, which actually looks like it's going to happen. At least you feel, imagine feeling a lot better, though, right? Than yeah. The past couple of days. Oh, yeah. Um, now that we know that he's probably going to be okay, it's uh, getting to be a different attitude around here. It's starting to get people revved up, isn't it? Yeah, I'd imagine oh, yeah. I'm revved up now. Like, I'm ready to see the sea of red at the stadium. Yeah. Um, this stadium could be really rocking. It's just going to be a celebration of Hamlin. You know, it's just going to be awesome out there. Oh, yeah. Beautiful thing. Beautiful it thing. Be. And so you went, you went to the Cincinnati game because you go to every single Bills game. Uh, yep. you're, you're the, you're the Don, you're Pinto Ron, um, walk us through on how you were feeling when, when, when that whole situation happened. Well, you have to remember that 
uh, you were watching it on TV as long as uh, a lot of your listeners here were. I was actually there. I was in the upper deck, and I didn't have the advantage of having the cameras show the faces of the players at the time or, you know, the announcers in between commercials saying something's really wrong. Um, from my perspective, I saw the injury. He was t- trying to figure out who it was. Uh, we kind of identified who it was. Uh, saw the stretcher come out, the, b- the backboard, and at that point, uh, I was just thinking it was a precautionary thing, like, you know, next thing or something like that. Then we started seeing some of the players get real close and then sort of run away, looking pretty distressed. At that point, I thought maybe it was a broken leg and it was at some odd angle or something. Uh, when I started to know something was wrong, along with the rest of the people sitting around me, was when the stretcher showed up and six, seven or eight minutes went by and they weren't putting him on the stretcher. And that wasn't right. I've been to a lot of football games. I know how long it takes for them to get them on the backboard to stretch her and into the ambulance. So that's the indicate first indication we had something was really wrong. Uh, just before the ambulance went off, we heard about the chest compressions and stuff like that. So uh, it was pretty quiet up there to tell you the truth um, in the upper deck. People were just waiting and waiting. And when they uh, stopped the game, even though they took an hour to cancel it, nobody left. Everyone stayed in their seats. Everyone, everyone was expecting the game was going to be canceled. Nobody thought that the game was going to go forward. But yet everybody stayed in their seats until it was formally announced. I can't imagine what that, what's that, what's, can't imagine what's that like just being there and just having an entire stadium expecting a game and now it's complete quiet. Yeah, I got to tell you, everybody accepted it well that the game was canceled. Uh, nobody had that attitude as we were supposed to see a game and we got cheated out of one. Nobody had that attitude. Uh, everyone understood and everyone just wanted, you know, because we all knew that if, if they restarted the game again, that the Buffalo Bills at least and probably Cincinnati too would be totally off their game. It wouldn't be a real game. And on top of that, uh, some of the players who actually knew him well uh, might be distracted. And when you're distracted, when you're playing football, that's when you get really blasted and, you know, more injuries. So oh, yeah. everyone understood that, you know. That's really good to hear because you know there's always some you always worry about that that some that one jackass that just says something and you're just like well it's not that it's just like a receiver's going out for a pass and just before you know somebody's covering him just before he almost catches the ball he all of a sudden thinks about what he saw completely loses his train of thought and just gets hit when he's unprepared you know usually you're prepared when you get hit. that would have been bound to happen. There would have been a lot more injuries just because of distracted players. Everybody knew that too. Cincinnati fans knew that. Buffalo fans knew that. We were all good with how the outcome of the game was. Yeah. Um, so after the after, after you left, like there was a lot of people. Just I I, I heard they were just hanging around, just like doing like parasites. Like, do you see any of that type stuff there? Hanging around doing what? Doing like they're doing like prayer sessions outside the stadium like vigils I, and just I, actually, vigils. I actually didn't see any of that uh the hotel we were at was only three blocks away and we headed straight to the hotel and mm. i didn't really see any of that type of stuff it might have been a few around that the media found fairly easily uh but i didn't see too much stuff like that what i saw was people um actually you know no enthusiasm you know um slowly going back to their cars or whatever their source of uh, transportation was yeah. with quietly, just, just quietly, you know, no real conversation going on. Just everyone quietly leaving the stadium. When did you realize that like how, 
like what the injury was, like what was actually going on. Well, just before they put him in the ambulance, somebody I was with uh, was uh, listening on his cell phone and found out that they were administering trust compression and you know and C- well, CPR and uh, and the paddles. So that's what I knew what it was. What when I actually I saw a replay just before I let her, you know, just after the ambulance trip drifted off, uh, and showed him getting hit in the chest. And I realized right away what happened. I mean, this is this is something that happens once in a while when you get just whacked in the chest like that. Your heart just totally stops. Yeah. Uh, and it's just total an electrical thing. When I saw that replay, I actually got a little bit relieved because I knew when they put him in the ambulance, they weren't doing trust, chest compressors anymore. So I knew the heart had to be restarted. And to me, that was the only issue, getting the heart restarted. I knew it would be a long recovery because when your heart stops like that under those circumstances, it hits every organ in your body, just gets just get slammed, especially your yeah. brain and your lungs. Uh, but I knew when they got him in the ambulance and having seen exactly what happened, that it was just a shock to the heart. I was pretty sure he'd come out of it, but that's just me being amateur doctor at that time. Yeah. I mean, it was tough for everybody. It was tough for everybody, especially well, with everything yeah. that Western New York as a community has gone mm-hmm. through. I mean, uh, you know, the top shooting, the, the, the blizzard, uh, the second, just, blizzard. the second blizzard. And by the, I, I hope your family all was well during that storm. And, and now you, you got, you know, you don't go to every single game like you Pinto Ron, unless you, this is your life. This is, this is who you are. This is your passion. And it's gotta be hard on, on, on you to, experience something like this i'd imagine what like walk us through on just your emotional yeah where are we at the uncertainty is the worst um because you just don't know what's happening and everyone's just speculating what ifs what ifs what ifs and that just went on forever uh all that night i was back at the hotel a whole pile of bill stands were hotel bar everyone was kind of numb and everyone was trying to come up with scenarios which would be best case you know maybe to make themselves feel better uh, but yeah, it, it was, it was a tough time. Well, I'm glad that, uh, today was, uh, made everybody feel lighter, made me feel lighter. I'm sure it made, you know, Tampa Neal feel lighter and oh yeah, Pinto Ron, I'm sure it made you feel lighter. And now you're, you can actually think to the game was today yeah. the time when you thought you're like, all right, now I can, now I know it's okay. I can think to Sunday. Right. Yeah, actually, you're, you're absolutely correct in that. Up yeah. until today, I wasn't even sure if they were going to have a game in Buffalo, and I wasn't really thinking about it. I knew I had to prepare just in case, but I wasn't really thinking about it except for the motions I had to go through. And then, uh, you know, when I hear he was awake, and you know the, you know the, what his first words were, at least first written words, and that was just like a Rocky-like moment for us. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many people are going to get tattoos. I'm going to get one. Oh. Hence <laughs> the background. Did we win? Ah, yeah. beautiful. Oh, uh, Pinto Ron, what um I, you know, again, I, I haven't been thinking about football the past three days, like I'm sure most of America hasn't. Um right. I know that we're not gonna be playing Cincinnati uh, Cincinnati this week. We're playing the Patriots. Mm-hmm. What, what what do you think their thought process is going to be? I mean, you've been to a lot of games. You see these guys, you see these teams, you see these players, but nothing along this magnitude. What do you what are you looking forward to on Sunday? Well, just a football game in general. 
I, you know, I'm very, I'm good with the fact that we're probably not going to, well, unless the NFL steps in and does something, that we're not going to have a, a home field advantage. And, you know, we won the division. We're in the playoffs. We got a playoff game at home. I'm perfectly fine with that in light of what happened. That's just fine. Now, the NFL may step in and come up with some new rules, like it's got to be a neutral site or something. Uh, that would just be a bonus. But right now, I'm just happy with getting to the stadium, going through my normal routine, and uh, and seeing a game. You know, see see where we go. Yeah. That's that's a good I'm, – I'm okay with that, too. I like that neutral site thing. I can <laughs> do, too. Like, that's – Pizza Ron, neutrals, let's go. Let's get on the – I'm get on Pizza Ron's boat. <laughs> I, I, I like the neutral site, too. I think they should have it right here in Tampa. Oh. Yeah, and the best part about it is, with a neutral site, it's bound to be in a dome in late January. I, I could live with that. But, or warm but weather yeah, down in Florida, or or, and... or, or in Tampa, yeah. right? No, it would be probably Indianapolis or Detroit. Uh, yeah. You know, a uh, close team for flights and stuff like that. Yeah, help feed me better, Penaron. <laughs> Tampa, I'm gonna root for the Miami Stadium because after we. Well, I, I wouldn't mind the Miami Stadium. I've been there many times. I like that stadium a lot. It's been renovated a thousand times because of all the Super Bowls they have. It's, it, actually, I rate the Miami Stadium the best stadium. I like that stadium more than any other stadium, mostly by my criteria. You know, you can get up to the upper deck easy. The bathroom, there's so many bathrooms and concession booths, you can actually go between a whistle and get something and get back. Unless, uh, unless you're in the it, sun. Uh, the, being in the sun side of that stadium is brutal. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking it's late January. Might not be that case, so I'm not as concerned about it as I was in September. Yeah, right. Well, well, Ken, I appreciate you you taking the time to give us a call and give us your insight. Um, you know, we love you. You are like what when people think Bills Mafia, they think of Pinto Ron. Um, you know, we look forward to seeing you in the next game, uh, or, or or even in the championship game. Uh, even mm-hmm. the Super Bowl or even the Super Bowl parade. Uh, I can tell, guarantee you, I won't be at the Super Bowl parade. That's one thing I can tell you for sure, because I'll <laughs> still be in Arizona. <laughs> I'm not flying back with the team. <laughs> Thanks for, uh, you know, making a smile and, you know, go, happy new year. And we'll, we'll see you when we see you there, Ken. Sounds like a plan. All right. Go Bills. All right, Kenny. Thanks. Go tomorrow. Go Bills. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Good stuff. Good stuff. Great guy. Such a cool dude. Yeah. Oh, man. Talk about... I feel like this show is like uh, a Bills game. Just roller coaster of emotions. And um, it's amazing. It's amazing what this community... How much passion this community has. The Bills community. Even like diehard football fans across the nation. And just people who are humans coming together and it's just a beautiful thing neil i know we said it before but it's isn't it's got to be just like it's unprecedented unprecedented what one person is going through and it just it, it hits so close to home on everybody mm-hmm. well i'll tell you one thing also that was truly truly amazing me and you talked about it the other day um obviously the the sabers had to play a game in Washington and their, you know, stars center Tage Thompson before the game discusses, you know, they asked him about, you know, what happened. And he was like, he goes, you know, horrible thing. He goes, I plan on scoring three goals for number three tonight. And then he went on and did it. Not only, not only that, did he, 
Not yeah, there's, there's a bunch of stuff, right? Not going to do that. But he scored it. It was his 30th goal that he got. The goal that he scored in overtime was three minutes exactly into overtime. It was January 3rd. It was his third hatch of the year. I mean, that's higher level type stuff. Third minute in overtime. You couldn't ask for like powers above to be to just give you like, what are the odds? I don't even know. Just the same amount of odds as what Mike said on what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's so you, you want to talk about that story. I know, I, I know you live across the street from uh Mike, great guy. He's a, a doctor, a cardiologist. Yeah. Yeah, he's, a, he's a doctor, and he was talking about this uh colitis that which I don't know whether that is indeed have what it was, and neither do the current doctors that are working on him. They have not said that that is indeed what it is. However, that is everything's what, all speculation right now. Everything is all speculation, and most you know, doctors are saying that it was what they believe it was because it was a, not a vicious hit. So it, it to have that occur, you have to be hit in a, such a small part of your chest and the, the rate of your breathing, you have to breathe at a, such a specific point in the breath for it to even occur. And when you're breathing, there's like 12 different steps to your breath. I know everybody right now is trying to count things like, what the fuck are you talking about? But right now, uh, but you, it, it is, you have 12 different parts of breathing and it has to hit you. He has to get hit in that exact certain point that's causes that to happen. Wow. It's, it's, it's such a rare thing. Well, well, hopefully that once the doctor's, you know, it's going to be some time, folks. This is not, oh, yeah. nothing that we're going to see uh, days from now, weeks from now. Uh, I mean, our priority right now is Lamar Hamilton. Let's, let's just let's just get him back to having a conversation, being able to hug his family, being able to hug uh, his friends, his, his, his you know coworkers, his best friends, his brothers, the Buffalo yeah. Bills, to to be able to give gifts to. Two kids in, in his foundation. I mean, just such a good guy. And dude, that's I'm unbelievable. Cry I'm cry again. His foundation, uh, what happened with his foundation is absolutely 100% unbelievable. Cause that's again, that's not just Bill's mafia. That's, that's the entire country. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's seven and a half million dollars. It's surreal. And you know the, what we when we started that with the whole Cincinnati Bengals beating the Ravens, so we've always had that that intertwined kind of relationship with them. But guys, uh, without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and get our uh, get let's get our next guest on. Uh, let's get the thumbs up in the background studio. Can you hear me, Melinda? Give me the thumbs up. If you're ready to get on on air. Okay, here we go. We Let's go. go out and get her. Uh, she's also known as Buffalo Food Slut. <laughs> wait, wait. It's funny. I always laugh when I see that. What's up, Adeline? It's so funny because every time I get interviewed, they'll be like, Buffalo Food Slot. And I'm like, dude, it's slut. You got it right. Food Currently, slot. we are driving home. My bestie and I don't want to shout. I got 
I got a ring light in here so that you guys can see me. Um, I'm slightly blinding her sometimes. We are we are making it work. The car is fully loaded with all BFS merch because we had a big pop-up um, in Cincinnati, which like the tailgate was absolutely phenomenal. We had the um, DJ from the Buffalo Bills, DJ Milk. And it was just nothing but amazing vibes for the first few hours. And then we walk into the stadium like 20 minutes late because we had a bunch of um, stuff to like clean up. And we walk in and all of a sudden ambulance is out in the field, CPR is happening. And all of a sudden we're like, what the hell is going on? And someone's like, I heard he's been out for nine minutes. Like everyone's on their phone checking everything. I mean, it was just like insane. We're like, what the hell is happening right now? Got to be crazy. Not you know, just you're 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 having a good time. You're trying to expect the unexpected, not expect the unexpected, but just go watch a game and then you walk in to see that. And you know, what was your first thing that came through your mind when when you were like, "What the hell's going on?" You know, we were in the area that we were in was like all Cincinnati fans, and um, you know, at first, no one knew like how serious it was. Um, you know, so the one guy's like, oh, well, we, whenever we play, like we never, we never seen ambulance on the field, um, you know, making a joke, basically like, you know, none of their players ever get hurt. And then uh, everything just started happening. And they're like, oh yeah, they were just literally performing CPR and them. we're like CPR, CPR, like what? And, um, everyone was just so silent the whole entire time. And then they stopped the game. And Lauren and I went down to my friend's seats that were like a little in the hundreds and no one just we were like, is the game going to end? And you know, what's happening right now. And we, even when they announced that the game was going to end, we still were in our seats for like another half me. an hour. Pardon? Oh, um, we still stayed in our seats. Can you guys, for like can, I wonder if our viewers can hear. I don't know. I think I had you up. Sorry about that. Go, go on, Madeline. There's a lot. We, we hear her fine. We hear both um, are fine. So it was just that. Um, what was I going? We just we stayed in our seats for another like half an hour because we just like didn't even know what to do. No one knew. Yeah. Well, like, no, so was, you guys yeah. stuck around Cincinnati though because you know you guys did amazing thing and it, it, it it's always it's always sucks that it takes so many people to come together over a tragedy. You guys had a charity with with uh, Patty Thomas and to walk us, tell us like, how awesome is that to walk us through that? What did you guys do? So it was kind of, you know, we already were doing a fundraiser with um, Thurman Thomas's foundation for the tailgate. So we were giving 20% of the proceeds from the tailgate to the foundation. I was giving 10% from my pop-up. Um, so we were already working with her. And then it was a no brainer that I went out to lunch the next day and we're sitting there and we're planning our trip. Like, are we going to go home? What are we going to do? And all of a sudden I just have like this epiphany and I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I don't have to be home right now. I can stay here and do work. And I, you know, looked at my girlfriend, Lauren, there she over here. What's and up, Lauren? I like, yeah. I was like, do you have to be home? Like, do you have a, do you have a deadline? She's like, no, I can stay for a few more days. I said, okay. I said, I'm going to call. Uh, Patty Thomas and I'm going to see if she'd be able to give me some of the funds from um, their foundation to drop food off to the hospitals. And I called her and she was like, didn't even think about it. She was like, yep, absolutely. 
you know, and within an hour I had a, uh, I had the money. I had a caterer lined up. I was able to talk to someone from ECMC to get the food to the ICU unit, not only for um, the healthcare workers, but for his family as well. And it went just, it went so well. And it was just crazy. Like we brought the food up there and everyone was like, what do you mean it's free? Like what? They this were is, so confused. They're like, this is the Bills Mafia? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like in, you know, I told them about Thurman Thomas's charity and what I do for the community. Since day one of me starting Buffalo Food Slut um, and launching my clothing line, I made it a point to always get back to essential workers. Um, I literally, we just dropped, dropped 90 meals to ECMC. Last week we did 40 meals the day. Well, I think we're we're losing you there. You're, you're driving through something. Driving back from Cincinnati. Adelaide, I think we lost you. All right. Well, that was Madeline with Buffalo Food Slot. Uh, they had that little thing out in. Did you see the video she put up before that? No, I did not. Yeah, well, she, she did do a, a put up a video for it. Uh, my wife loves her clothes, so she we follow the hell out of all of her stuff. And she's always at the away game. She's fun as hell. But they um, she was out you know outside the hospital itself, and then brought it. They brought a ton of food. I mean, it, it said a hundred people, but I think they were able to feed a hell of a lot more than a hundred people in that hotel or in that uh hospital, because the food looked awesome too. So. That's awesome, and, and, and you know, awesome people who work there, I'm sure, appreciate that because they work their arses off. You know, sixteen to eighteen to twenty four to forty eight hours to how many hours? Infinity hours. Don't go home. Yeah. Oh, she's back. Here we go. Sorry, we lost you there. Uh, that's. I just went on my phone. I'm like, maybe that'll work a little bit more. No worries. So we're just talking about how uh, amazing it was for drivers over here. <laughs> well, it was, it was amazing for you guys to really come together and uh, being able to support the, you know, the staff that's taking care of the ICU, the nurses who work hours upon hours. And let's all, has anybody been to a hospital that had really amazing food? So to come no. up with a good catering food, no. something warm, something loving, just to show our appreciation on what you did, I, th I thought that's yeah. badass. That is so cool. It well, you know, and it's crazy because the donations didn't stop. We did um, the one with Thurman Thomas, and then game day hospitality calls, and they're like, "Hey, we would like to donate food," and um, they got together some people to donate some money i believe it was from like some of the nurses from ecmc so they got a bunch of money together and then we did uh city barbecue for the er and then i uh was like you know what we don't have to leave in the morning right away so i made a post you know social media man i made a post on socials and i said hey i'd really love to do another uh, drop off tomorrow if um everyone's willing to send some Venmos to me or Thurman Thomas's foundation. We'll be able to do a drop off. And within eight hours, we raised $2,000. I was able to place a catering order once again for a hundred people. And trust me, it is not easy to give notice in less than 12 hours to a catering restaurant, but 
I oh, called sure. and made notes on the catering order and said who it was for and what we were doing. And they were saying, hey, we're going to figure it out. We oh, Amazing. That's awesome. That is absolutely Since amazing. Since the money still keeps on coming in, we are doing another hospital drop-off. Though Lauren and I are driving home, we secured a caterer that I became close with while being there, and he is going to you know, go set it all up and do everything that I was doing. Um, so that's really cool. I don't know if he's doing it tomorrow or doing it Saturday, but it will be happening. That's Excellent. awesome. Yeah, that really I love, love awesome. Ann Coleman's uh, comment. Thank you, food. Don't like calling her that. She rocks. <laughs> you ever get that look when girls, when you say, I'm food, Buffalo food slut. But oh, my it's God. Like, what did the one girl say at the stadium? I can't even hear it. What? Oh, yeah. But I don't know why, but when you when you guys are talking, talk super loud. My phone, like the camera, like it's so quiet. But no, that one lady, she was like, Bill slut. What did she say? Oh, uh, yeah, Bill Swar. Bill Swar. She was just like, she did, could not figure out my name. But oh, yeah, trust <laughs> this me. This is like, a PG 13 show, folks. You know, get my people that are like, you know, sometimes like, you know, what's that name about? Um, and it's just so funny because Buffalo's so far behind in those times because if you go to Atlanta, there's Slutty Vegan. Um, if you go to Toronto, there's Egg Slut that has like 87 locations that's worth a ton of money. Um, and I just think like, you know, we have a lot of boomers in Buffalo and, you know, I just, uh, I like to rearrange the word slut and just say that, um, I'm a food slut who goes around from restaurant to restaurant and eats a lot of good food. Doesn't sound like it sucks. Fair enough. Right? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. The way you put it, fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, hey, thank you so much for everything that you did for the uh, the Cincinnati community. I'm sure, it, I mean, this rocked the nation. This absolutely rocked the nation. Yeah, there were so many cry. There were so many tears and emotions. There was a man holding like a cross. How tall do you think that cross was? Ten foot cross that weighed oh, like eighty that. pounds. That what? that had wheels. Yeah. And he's coming to Buffalo. Um, yeah. And he just said, he texted us and said, Hey, I'm making my way and I want to come to the Bills game on Sunday. So he's driving down and he's going to bring the cross down. And we told it, totally told him to come to our tailgate. And he's, you know, he's a Jesus man. So it's going to be quite interesting for him to see the Bills Mafia smashing beer cans and jumping through tables. But he said he's down for it. Fantastic. He's going to call you Buffalo Food Smut. <laughs> if he's a Jesus freak. Smut. Buffalo food smut. <laughs> yeah. You guys are a little hard here, but uh, last announcement is that um, uh, we are hosting a huge tailgate on Abbott Road on Sunday. And we're giving $5 of every ticket back to um, uh, DeMar's like, uh, toy fundraiser that's basically what? At like $20,000 million marching, right now? Was it marching and, um, then VIP tickets. We're giving $50 um, to his donation. And we're going to be doing a lot of stuff for the playoffs, too. So that's with Game Day Hospitality. It's going to be great. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, Madeline, appreciate you hopping on. You guys drive safe. Thank you for doing Literally such a kind gesture. <laughs> Lauren, have drive safe. <laughs> hey, thanks for shipping stuff out last second last week. Yeah, yeah, we're crushing it. <laughs> all right well take care you guys take care drive safe all right thank you bye well bye. bills that's cool that's just that's just cool to just be able to do something you know give something back 
And, you know, not a lot of, we, we really can't. It's difficult to do down here in Tampa. You're you in Tampa, me in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so it's that's all we think about is what we could do for the community. And it's good that we're going to be able to just, you know, write little get well cards, give them to a local chapter president. You know, any mm-hmm. Bills backers that you're going to be going to. I don't know if uh, Jonathan Holler from Miami backers is going to do it. I don't know if Sean from South Florida Bills backers is going to do it. We should reach out to them. Um, even if uh, Gina from uh, and the girls, uh, Noel and uh, Maggie from uh, Buffalo, New York, Bills backers are going to do it. But we'll just, we'll, we'll send in cards somewhere. Maybe we'll just send it directly to One Bills Drive and just show our love and showing your love doing something, taking some, taking time just to do something means a lot more than it's, it's unbelievable. What the power of thought prayer, even something so simple as writing a card saying, get well soon, love Bill's mafia, mm-hmm. you know, just reading that. I'm guarantee he's, he's going to have some time to read that. And <sighs> unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yep. It is. I'm sure all the chapter presidents will be collecting those. Gina's already said she is. Nice, Gina. We'll just send it to Gina then. If one of the South Florida Bills backers, chapter president, are doing it, we're just going to send it to Gina's address. Gina, go ahead and post your address. (laughs) Don't do that. Uh, All right. Well, you guys, it's been absolute, absolute fun night. Just, well, not fun. Not, Not fun, just re-thinking about what we went through obviously that's that you know we roller coaster of emotions on the show we cried we laughed we smiled it's good to kind of feel back to normalcy especially you know what everything western new york has gone through when bills drive that's her address there you go harry buffalo downtown orlando something cards um we do want to end the show with a special guest, uh, Dave Myers, our, uh, the founder of Built in Buffalo, allowed us to get back on, get on his network and just, you know, just share the love and you want to you know, appreciate him being able to take some time to come on our show for the first time ever because we've been asking him for a year and a half now since we've been part of Built in Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you can come on anytime you want. There you are. What's up, my brother? What's going on, fellas? How we doing? What's up, Neil? Oh, let me tell you, it's it's been today's been a good day, Um, and that's hard to say unless you equate, you know, everything that we've gone through the last three days. Um, You know, I think everybody's trying to deal with this in their own way, and I don't think that there's a wrong way to deal with it. Just like Josh said in his press conference today, there's not really a wrong way for people to grieve. Just let people do what they got to do. If it's laughing, if it's hugging, if it's crying, if it's reaching out, if it's being alone, you know, whatever it is. um, I I think that we're all the biggest thing I want to say, and I don't want to take your show off the rails here, but the biggest thing I want to say is, and they're probably not all going to see this, but, the outpouring, um, and I'm sure it's the same for you guys, but the outpouring from other fan bases that not just Built in Buffalo has received, you know, whether it be DMs on Twitter, Facebook. Um, I've had people messaging my personal page, you know, on Twitter and whatnot. It's absolutely 
amazing the compassion that other fan bases are showing because this affects not just the Buffalo Bills and Bills Mafia. This affected the NFL. This affected all of sports in general. And this is something that we're going to be thinking about for a long, long time. And it is sure. also it is also nice to know that we have each other to kind of, you know, be there and be that support. Um, and that's why when me and Akeem were talking one after it, <clears throat> it was about two hours after the event on Monday, you know, we were talking about should we do a live show because we don't want clicks and likes and, and, and all that stuff yeah. because of, you know, taking advantage of the situation. But the amount of outpouring that we were seeing coming through from Facebook and YouTube and Twitter commenting, you know, hey, I'm in Cincinnati. Hey, I'm in New England. Hey, I'm a Dolphins fan. Hey, I'm in Kansas City. Hey, I'm in Cleveland. Beautiful. It Beautiful. was it's 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 bittersweet, right, because it. it it's bittersweet that it took something of this magnitude to happen for us all to come together as, as a fan, not just of the sport, but a fan in general and, and be united, but we are united now. And I think this is a good opportunity for not just Bill's mafia, but for a lot of fans of the sport to continue to be united as, as people, because the, the positive things that I've seen this week on social media have outweighed the negative a hundred to one. And that's, something if you're into social media if you're into twitter if you're into you know facebook and instagram and youtube that hasn't been the case right it's it's been you know we're at each other positive struggle. negative positive negative right. positive we're this at like each positive 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 yeah we're at each other's positive, throats positive. constantly yeah. you know whether it be the dolphins the jets the chiefs whatever and to just be on the positive side of so much you know, emotion and appreciation and support for Damar and his family. It's just, it's just been really, it's just been a really uplifting um, experience, I guess, coming through what we came through. The first two days of this were, were, were gruesome and were, were hard to just even go on social media because we, I think we were all fearful that we were going to see something that we didn't want to see. And um, the news today was amazing. Um, I'll say, though, that I never want to see Sean McDermott cry. The next time I want to see that man cry is when he's wow. holding the Lombardi trophy. That's Dude, it. Okay. Wow. And I posted I, mean, I posted immediately after the press conference, and I said, look, Sean McDermott is, is the NFL coach of the year, and it's not even close. There's nothing he's that – He just – it's just hands down. And it's it's not just this situation. I mean, I know we're, this, this show is based on that situation, but what this team has been through this year – on top of this situation, the way that that man has handled this organization, these players, these men, these humans has is is something that needs to be, I think, put ever seen the likes of it. And I'm just I'm 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 grateful that we have Sean McDermott. I'm grateful that we have the leaders in that, you know, Brandon Bean and, and everybody else there, um, the medical staff. I'm just grateful that, you know from such a negative experience, such a horrific experience that I think that we're going to be thinking about for a long, long time. Um, we have the right people in place that made sure that the right decisions were made. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, DeMar is trending up. He's, he's, he's been awake at times. He's responsive. He's asking if we won the game, you know, he's doing all that stuff. So I don't know. It's it was hard for everybody, uh, Dave. It was hard for everybody. You know, we were talking. Uh, Neil and I was we were talking last night, and we're just like, 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I, I just, I'm, I don't want to talk football. I don't want to talk football. So it was a good opportunity for us to just really talk to, you know, like Jen, the Cincinnati fan, uh, Larry Palmy, um, Pinto Ron, just to hear their perspective, uh, Madeline, and just to hear just different perspectives and what they, what they do. And, you know, you take that and exponentially just times it by a million. That is what the entire nation is doing right now. The entire nation is hugging each other, being kinder to each other, uh, just because you don't know what can happen. And Monday was a prime example of that. And it really hurt everybody, everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I'll yeah. tell you, there, there's millions and millions of people that were watching that game. It, it was one, you know, set, it was one of the biggest games of the NFL season. So I'll tell you, it, it didn't just affect 70,000 people that were there. It affected millions and millions of people that were watching that game. And to what you were saying, Dave, about other fan bases, you you know, not being negative. Dude, I, I haven't seen a negative political post. I haven't seen negative True. stupid posts this week. It's it's actually been a relief a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree it's, 100%. It sounds. It's, it's – and, you know, I, I think – that Josh said it perfectly today when 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 he was talking about if you pray if you're not a faith-based person it doesn't really matter you know take some time to do what you need to do to think about sure. Demar and I think that that ultimately helped I think that it worked now we all know Demar is a, a strong person and the video that you guys showed to open the show um and then thanks not gonna to you do a, brother <laughs> I'm not going to do a shameless plug but the real version is on our YouTube channel. Um, it's got, it's a little bit longer. It's got different music to it. That will um, make you it, cry. We cut it. <laughs> yeah. Cry, we, we, sure. I, we, I cut it down so that it, it was, uh, you know, you can only do so long, um, on the software we use to up to, to street, to live stream. But I, I think that I, I was going back when I was putting that together and that's gotta be one of the hardest things I've ever done as a content creator. And I went to DeMar's YouTube channel and I watched his very first video and it was of him when he was in college and he started his toy drive, the chasing M's toy drive. And man, it was, it's two and a half, three years old now. Um, Part of it takes place after he got drafted and when he was a rookie and he basically didn't have anything and whatever he had, he was able to give away to these children. I mean, the foundation had a a goal of $2,500 and I think it's, it's almost hitting 9 million right now. And people are doing it because they're, they're supporting him and the supporting efforts. And a lot of times when things happen to professional athletes, there's always stuff that comes out about how they're a great person and this, but no, DeMar, when I was in Buffalo in August, the last time I was in Buffalo and I worked for a company called total sports Buffalo at the time. And Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer came in to do sign. They, it's a memorabilia company. They came in to sign some stuff. DeMar Hamlin also came in and Micah Hyde and Jordan Poirier were great. You know, they were all business. They were ready to do their thing. The time was limited because, you know, they had the other things going on. I, I was talking to DeMar and I was able to talk to him about, hey, how, what does it feel like to play with Dane Jackson again? You know, you guys went to pit together. What's it like, you know, to do that? And he smiling from ear to ear the entire time. And he was the most genuine, considerate, kind, humble person you know, he, he would stop every few minutes and he would talk to us and he would just, you know, go about his business. And that's just that's just who he is. And 
If you do some digging, you can find some other stuff on DeMar Hamlin that it was not out there before, obviously. But now there's a lot of things about him doing things in the locker room, him cutting up with Josh Allen, him, you know, with Billy the Buffalo. He's dancing with him and he's doing all kinds of stuff. And that's just who he is. And it's just him getting hurt uh, and not being able to play in a football game and being the water boy just to support his team. Right. I mean, there's uh, so many stories that- about him and, and his his family, too, and in. Not a lot has come out until obviously this has been been transpiring the last couple of days. But his parents and and he's got some things that he wrote on his on his Twitter page. If you go back a little ways, there's things talking about how his role models were his parents and the, how they had him at a young age and he looked up to them because all they cared about was him and his well being, and that's how he treats his his younger brother. That's how he treats, you know, his family life and his friends and and everything is real to him. So, you know. He's a he, he's a strong guy. He's a stubborn guy, and I think that it, it, you know he's absolutely going to pull through this. And you know, for all those people talking about football and and wanting to see him play, that I just want to see him smile. Yeah, and I want to see him leave the hospital and, and smile. And thank and you, Dave. Happy. I want to see him hug his parents, hug right. his uh, team teammates. Just being able to give toys to other kids—that's going to make my day. I don't give. I'm not even thinking about football when it comes to DeMar. I'm thinking about his well-being, brother. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, and I, I remember at the beginning of the year, they asked Josh Allen who was the best-dressed player on the team, and they said not Stefan Diggs. <laughs> they said he was he was number two behind Diggs was uh, was uh, Hamlin, best-dressed player on the team. That's funny. <laughs> I mean, it, it's funny too, and, and I'm, I'm not sure if you guys have covered this yet or not because I have I haven't been on the whole the watching the whole entire episode. I've I've gotten some here and there, and I'll go go back and rewatch the whole thing. But I I understand why people and it's their job in sports media, Bills media, to talk about the playoffs and to talk about the seeding and to talk about conceding games and stuff like that. But to me, I honestly don't care. To be honest with you, I want do I do I want the Bills to win the Super Bowl, and I want Demar to be the first person standing there smiling, holding up the Lombardi. Absolutely, yeah. but I think right now all all that we want is to see him smile, get out of that hospital bed, and go home and be and be nothing but consoled by his family, those players, um, you know, and his friends and, and and all that. I think that that's we we lose sight of this stuff. Um, and to be honest with you, I think the Bills are going to hang fifty on the Patriots on Sunday. I think that I think first that, quarter, the I think first that, quarter, I they think, are rev, baby. And and I think that you know it's hard to talk about stuff like that, but it's okay also for us to be like like Mitch Morse today and even Dane Jackson today. If you guys watch the press conference, they're like yeah. it's all for number three. We went into today's team meetings, found out immediately, you know, about Dane's or Demar's progress. And we smiled and then we all were like, it's time to get to work for DeMar. And if you guys know anything, and this is not going to be corny and cliche, but if you know anything about this team, when the odds are stacked against them, they seem to rise to the occasion. They seem to rise above the occasion. So I just have a feeling that it's going to be a tough, tough game. I'm, I wish I was going to be at the game because I can't even imagine the atmosphere of See, Bills right. Mafia in that stadium and the tailgates and people just being together collectively as one gathering mm-hmm. together to show support for him. So I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be a, an extremely interesting weekend. And, you know, I'm looking forward to everything that this community is going to be able to do in support of him this Sunday. Amazing, bro. 
Dave Myers, founder of Built in Buffalo Network. The, we want to be able to talk to you and, and share our love with you. If it wasn't for Dave Myers, Akeem, the rest of the team, you guys are amazing. Um, the video that you make is amazing. Make sure you go to, to Built in Buffalo YouTube page and check the copyright copyright version <laughs> yeah it, dude it's going it's just making make you feel good and knowing what we know today it's it's gonna make you feel good it's gonna make you feel good tomorrow i think it's gonna be the best you know, day i think it's one of those things that i had to do it i had to make that video i just not because i wanted people to click on stuff and like it and all that i i i think it's part of my personal grieving process i wanted something that was going to just pull on it but then i wanted it to be positive too to show some light of not just him playing the game because we all know that he's, he's he's a hell of a player but I, I i wanted people to see him doing what he loved doing um at its highest level and then also show some aspect of just him being him you know whether it's him celebrating cutting up you know with other players or whatever um because i yeah. think i think sometimes we you know we get caught up in you know, these guys are, are bigger than life and they're just these, these superhuman people. And I think sometimes we need to be, you know, I guess reminded that they're, they're, they're people, you know, they're humans, you know, just like us, they, they, they have families, they have friends, they have loved ones. So if you get a chance, it's on, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, go ahead and check it out. If you're not check out the built in Buffalo YouTube, it's on there. Again, it's for Bill's mafia. It's for Damar. Um, I wanted to do something that hopefully I, I don't know if he'll see it or not, but um, I just wanted to put together something that I thought was special and I appreciate everybody that likes it. And I appreciate you guys too. Epic B and Tampa Neal. I appreciate you guys. I know this isn't easy. I know when you guys started the show, it was a little dicey and, and I'm sure just like when me and Akeem started the show on Monday night, it, it was hard to get going and get motivated to talk about such, such a sensitive subject, but you guys did, and thank you to all the guests that came on. Um, everybody was awesome. So I appreciate you guys, and I, I'm going to head out. Um, love you guys. Love Bills Mafia, and go Bills, and let's pray some more for DeMar. God bless, right, brother. Dave Myers, Thanks everybody, Bill in Buffalo. Thank you, my man. Oh, man, guys, it's it's been absolutely fun just to just kind of talk, kind of get back to some normalcy. Yeah. Right, Neil? Yeah, it is. And I'm glad you let you. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I wanted to just not talk. And you're like, dude, it's good to talk. It's good to talk about it. Mm -hmm. So, um, thanks for talking me into it, Neil. Uh, and I appreciate everybody that was just watching this episode. It was heartfelt and, uh, it was good. A lot of raw emotions. And I'm not even going to apologize for crying because I wasn't crying. You were crying. <laughs> Captain Neil, let's take us home softly, brother. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for watching the show. It was definitely a different type of show than you're usually seeing with us, but it was good for everybody, I think. Um, you can always catch us here. Built in Buffalo Network has the best shows for Bill's contents every day of the week. Our show is Mondays through Thursdays, or Mondays and Thursdays, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Live shows on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitter. You can always catch the audio version whenever you've got your time, whether you are stuck in traffic, headed to work, or just kind of hanging out. 
outside whatever um pull it up wherever you listen to your favorite podcast whether it's apple pod iHeartRadio, spotify google pod wherever you listen to your pod tell your aunts uncles neighbors subscribe hit that subscribe like share just don't tell your attorneys epic b guys we love every one of y'all uh we love the buffalo bills and we love what this entire nation just showing their love for for somebody part of our community and it, it's it's terrible that this has to happen for that to happen but mm-hmm. we've we've seen it so many times from the western new york community just everything that went just it's been a crazy year and all we can say is uh I love the Buffalo Bills. I love the Buffalo Bill community. I'm glad to be a Bills Mafia. Uh, I'm glad to talk Bills with you. I'm glad Damar is, you know, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be part of the NFL for years to come. Like he's gonna be just the spokesperson of the NFL. So just just stay tuned. Don't be surprised if he plays next year. I'm just telling you that right now. Listen. Let's let's just get him back. Uh, just man, what a day! Tomorrow's gonna we're all gonna wake up feeling great. It's gonna be the first mm-hmm. time we have. Twitter's gonna be absolutely empty because we no longer need updates. Well, I'm sure we get some updates, but you know what I mean. Yeah. We we were all like every one of us going fresh, fresh, mm-hmm. fresh. I mean, guys, we love every one of you guys. I feel bad for the Patriots because now we've got a team who got the thumbs up finally Yep. from their brother. Let's go Bills Mafia. Let's go Buffalo Bills. We'll see you guys Sunday, okay? It's been an absolute pleasure. We love every one of y'all. I'm not crying, you're crying. Love you guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. I can't even do it. I don't have the.